Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you members of the press? Press. Press. Pull. <laughs> your Mile High Report press conference update begins now. Hey, Broncos country. This is Lori Lattimore Volkman with Mile High Report bringing you the press update from Vic Fangio and Drew Locke today. Both the coach and the quarterback discussed the DUI arrest of Melvin Gordon, mostly highlighting that they're upset that it happened, but he's still a teammate. They still love him. They're there for him. Then, of course, the big news was whether Drew Locke will start or Brett Rippon. It's still up in the air, but Drew Locke took full reps today and... He says he's ready to go. He also addressed a little bit his gunslinger mentality and his work to try to maintain some better presence in the pocket and take the safer throw when that's what is the better decision. So here we are with Vic Fangio and Drew Locke. Melvin, what was your level of disappointment in hearing about that news and and why didn't he practice today? Well, I didn't want him to practice today until we get to the bottom of everything, you know, talk to the league, um, get all the facts in order before we make a decision on what we're going to do and uh, weigh the differences between what the mandated league punishment will be and anything we want to uh, do in addition to that. Um, Yeah, I'm disappointed, but, you know, my own two kids have disappointed me at some points in their life, but I never stopped loving them anymore. And uh, he's one of us. We're going to love him. But uh, there'll be some consequences to this, to what happened last night. As a follow-up, Vic, have you heard from the league at all? Did he violate any COVID protocols by being in that situation? I do not think so, but uh, I can't guarantee you that at this point. But I don't think so. Is it, and finally, is there a chance that he'll be deactivated Sunday as in, internal discipline? Yeah, everything's open right now. We hope to uh, have a decision made uh, by tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, Coach, with uh, Drew Locke, a full participant, does that mean he's your starting quarterback again this week? Or are you still going to look at how he performs and weigh it against Brett Rippon a little? Uh, B there, the latter. 
you know, he got a bunch of reps today. We'll take a look at it. Obviously, we watched it live. We'll take a look at the video, and it will be a, um, you know, a decision that we'll keep evaluating throughout the week, you know. In light of these uh, weird circumstances, you know, Brett did get the full week last week for the most part. So if we did decide to go with Brett later in the week, we wouldn't feel quite as uh, unprepared with him as normally because he did get all most of the reps last week. Hey, Dick, um, you're going to have a 17-day layoff between games. Uh, that hasn't happened since the strike year in 87. Uh, what are the challenges of navigating this week um, because of that, do you ramp things up, uh, padded or anything, or, or is it just like any other week of practice leading into a New England game? Well, it's different in that uh, we did prepare last week. As you know, we had a normal Wednesday, a normal Thursday, and then we had uh, kind of a normal Friday on Saturday after the first movement of the game. So it's not like we've been totally inactive during that time. We have adjusted our meeting times and our practice schedule based upon the work we did put in last week. But other than that, we're, you know, starting again from ground zero in preparation for the Patriots. Obviously, there will be some recall from the work we did last week, but we want to start all over, albeit we have adjusted uh, meeting times and practice because of the work we did put in last week. And then secondly, I saw Von Miller out there. Um, how's he doing? When did you get a chance to kind of chat with him? Yeah, I've talked to Vaughn uh, fairly regularly. Um, he's doing good. I mean, he's right where he should be in his recovery. It's way too early to think whether he could play or not later on in the season. I know that's his goal. That's our goal, too. But I can assure you we won't put him out there unless he's uh, truly healed enough to play. Coach, are you worried with Drew about a potential setback? No, I mean – I don't know of any quarterbacks that get hit in practice around the league. Um, you know, it's a medical decision, number one. Um, once he's cleared there, then it's uh, my conversations with Drew that play a big part into it. And then you make your comparison that to where Drew's at compared to where Brett's at, who you go with. Coach, uh, where's A.J. Boye stand from a health standpoint? And then uh, what do you need to see from him this week? for him to be able to go in New England? Well, first, he's got to get medically cleared. You know, that's step one. Step two, he's got to believe he can play and be chomping at the bit to play. And then three, we um, would weigh the – if he's if A and B are satisfied, then we as coaches have to weigh how would he play in light of his extended absence, his health, in, in lieu of somebody else. So – we're still working through that, all three steps of that. Uh, Coach, uh, I have a son that's one year younger than Melvin, and he doesn't always do everything I suggest in terms of COVID, and I love him anyway. Do you use this at all for a teaching moment with this team about recommitting to, to the process of keeping everybody safe? Yeah, I, I, I think um, a big point I try to make to the team all the time is, is to learn from others' mistakes. You know, hopefully we're learning more from other teams' mistakes, both on and off the field. But this is a teaching moment for all the guys. I don't even think you have to make a big deal of it. You know, obviously there's going to be some ramifications and penalties for Melvin if the thing proceeds like we think it will. And, uh, yeah, it's a learning experience for everybody.
Hey, Coach. Uh, Deshaun Williams, what have you seen that you like out of him through his, through his first couple games back in the NFL? And then Malik Reed uh, in his second year, where does he have room to improve this year? Well, Deshaun, um, you know, he did, joined us late in the process there. It was very late in training camp. Might have been even after training camp. I'm not sure the exact date. I hadn't been playing much football in the last year or two. And uh, we had him in camp last season. Um, and he's come in and done well. He's learned quickly. He had great recall to the defense. He's a tough guy. He plays hard and tough. He's going to give you everything he's got. And we pretty much have gotten out of him everything that we have hoped for. Um, Malik, you know, Malik just needs to keep improving in everything. He's a second-year player that's been thrust into action both seasons, probably before he was ready due to injuries and got a lot of playing time last year. Obviously he's getting a lot of playing time this year and um, he's taken good advantage of the opportunities, but I wouldn't say there's one thing he needs to improve. I just think he needs to improve a little bit and everything, both run defense, pass coverage, pass rush, all the job descriptions that you need to have be able to do as an outside linebacker. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Um, what do you think about uh, not having to miss a game, uh, a start, because New England got pushed back? And then um, secondly, I want to just ask you about Philip Lindsay, if you kind of see him chomping at the bit as well to get back into the lineup. Yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm really excited to be back. It feels good um, to just be doing what I love and doing what I feel like I was you know, put down here to do. Um, it's great to be back with the guys, calling plays in the huddle, feeling camaraderie of the team. You know, it gets pretty lonely back there when you're with a headset and just kind of walking through things in your head. But it's what I had to do when I was hurt, and Brett did a fantastic job when he came in there, and he did what he needed to do. He got us a win, which is awesome. Um, and as far as Phillip goes, I know he's excited to try to get back and get going. He's been looking really good in practice, and, you know, I'm just excited to see him back out there. Hopefully he hits it with uh, full speed ahead. Brett, Brett had some success with um, four different deep balls in, in the win over the Jets. And I'm just curious, as you got to kind of see, look, take a step back and look at some of that, what, what are, I guess, how do you view the opportunities within this offense um, to kind of find some of those big hits yourself when you, when you do get back into the action? Yeah, we knew that the guys that we drafted and the guys that we already had here previously, we were going to be able to push the ball downfield. It's all about just making the best of those opportunities. And when Brett was in there, he made the best of them. Jerry helped on one and then all the other ones, you know, Brett put it right where he needed to be. But the best thing that Brett did is he gave him a shot. He put it within the reach of, you know, then being able to make a play, which is, you know, what I struggled a little bit with in that first game and, you know, being able to watch Brett and technique wise in practice and everything he did in that game. It was, it was fun for me to sit back and watch him go out there and work. And I definitely took a little bit from this game and can try to bring it into mind coming into, into Sunday. Hey Drew, you're 24 days post injury in full practice today, does the timetable match up from what the docs told you right after the Pittsburgh game? Yeah, it did. Um, you know, when, when the game got pushed back to Monday night, um, you know, there was another thought about it. I got asked a couple more times and then when it officially got pulled and placed a week later, and that was technically considered our bye week and it was kind of, it, it reached that exact point where we thought I could be able to be back and full go and start slinging the ball around the, around the yard again. And, uh, you know, I'm upset that obviously our game got canceled and we had a little arrangement in, uh, 
in schedule, lost our bye week later in the year, but I'm also excited that, you know, it, that means I've missed less games than, you know, I was supposed to. And that makes me happy being able to have the most games under my belt um, throughout this season. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, Drew, just your reaction upon hearing the news about uh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, and do you think you'll have him Sunday? Yeah, you know, I was, of course, upset. Um, but we're also here for him. It's like having a brother that gets in trouble. You know, you're not going to bash him for what he did. You're going to go pick him up and, you know, maybe take him to get some ice cream or something. We'll see. Um, you know, I'm hoping that he can play on Sunday. And uh, it, it, but the, obviously that's not not up to me. Um, it's up to above my pay, pay grade, so to say. Um, but you know, I I do feel do feel upset for him. Um, we're there for him with whatever he needs. Um, but you know, not up to me if he gets to play. Hey, Drew, two-part question. Um, Vic Fangio said it's not necessarily for sure that you might start on Sunday, that he still wants to see how you practice. So in your mind, what do you want to go out and, and show them? And then you mentioned listening on the headset while you were out. What else did you do? Did you do any of the virtual reality stuff? I know that was a big part of your um, your rehab last year. Yeah, the biggest thing for me is you know being able to come out and practice and play clean football. Watching Brett practice all last week. It was extremely clean. He knew what he was doing with the ball. He knew his run game checks. He knew everything. It was clean. There was no questions about it. So if I didn't come out here today and tomorrow and the next day and show that I can do that and be extremely clean just like Brett was in practice, then, you know, then it's going to be really up in their hands as to what they want to do. Um, I didn't want to come down and let the intensity lag from last, last week's practice. I wanted to, to raise it a little bit and just keep things rolling. And I think if you know, we have crisp, clean practices – deliver the ball where it needs to be and on time, then hopefully I show them what they need to see. Drew, how is – well, did the injury last year help you kind of go through the rehab process this week, knowing there's a light at the end of the – or this year, knowing there's light at the end of the tunnel? Uh, I could definitely grow on it regardless, um, whether it be the starter. Unlike la- you know, like last year, I wasn't the starter. I got injured and got to grow. And even being the starter this year, um, I feel like one thing I learned from this is I got to be able to self-scout better coming out of weeks, um, being able to, you know, be hurt and watch myself, watch guys other than myself. I got to learn a lot about what I could possibly do better. So that's something that I took from this injury, being able to get better going forward is just watching myself a little bit closer, whether that's technique or little subtle, you know, habits that I have, just being able to critique myself a little bit after games better. And now going to games with a certain mindset that maybe I didn't have in the first week, um, as far as how this offense goes and how we're going to roll and how I need to play as a quarterback. Drew, good to see you, man. Uh, when you when you look back, you talk about self-scouting. Is part of that uh, when you've now had some time to digest it, learning how to get sacked and making sure you protect yourself? And are you looking forward in a weird way to that first hit and kind of see how it feels? Yeah. No, I am I'm ready for the first hit just to, just to get it out of there, just to let it happen, let everyone – you know, hold their breath for a couple of seconds and then I get up and everything's just fine. Uh, not all it, but 
no, I'm excited to get back out there. And yes, there's, there's an art to it. And, you know, I got to learn that art. I watched a lot of football when I was hurt, watched a lot of older guys and how they don't take sacks. Whether they know they're going to get sacked, but they know where their outlet is to get rid of the ball, whether that's an automatic incompletion because you're throwing at the back's feet or you're just sailing out of bounds over a guy's head. Obviously, it may look realistic enough, but um, it's definitely a part of my game that I can get better at. And uh, I worked towards getting better at that while I was hurt. I couldn't do much about it besides footwork stuff and watching technique, but I'm starting this practice and moving forward, I'm still working on it. Drew, maybe a little similar to Brandon's question, but was it more frustrating this year to be sidelined compared to last year since you're the starter now? And can you explain a little bit what it was like to have to watch in uh, you know the end of week two and then especially the loss in week three? Yeah, it was way harder than it was last year. Um, you know, as, as much as you want to say, you know, we prep during the week as guys that aren't playing, I, you know, I, you hate to put a backup quarterback uh, in a bad spot like that. Um, you know, you take all the reps, all the training camp, take all the reps throughout the week, whether that's Jeff or it was Brett, they had minimal reps compared to what I had. And, uh, you know, I put them both in, in weird spots. They had to come back and learn game plans and sometimes run plays that they hadn't ran all the training camp because I was the one taking the reps. Um, so that, that hurt me obviously. And then even for the rest of the team, at the same time, we built chemistry throughout training camp. And uh, I felt like I took that away from us from, you know, making the dumb decision and not just taking the sack. But again, like I said, that's, that's kind of what I am. I try to make plays. There's just got to be better times for me to make plays. And there's got to be better times for me to just realize the games or the play is over and uh, not get hurt. Hey, Drew, how's the shoulder doing? And where are you in the recovery process right now? Does it is it sore and hurt after you throw a day? How, how's it feeling? It feels really good, actually. Uh, we are still kind of going forward. Like today was, you know, the most volume, so to say, that I've had. Uh, we progressively got it higher and higher and higher to get to the point of today to where I wouldn't be sore. Um, so I'm going to do a little treatment after this and uh, see how it feels tomorrow. Hey, Drew, just follow up on an earlier question about taking a sack and taking a hit. Your style of play is your style of play. Over the last couple of weeks, have you looked at it and say, I got to pick some, you know, I have to give up some battles? Yeah, I can definitely uh, give or take some of those. But that's kind of who I am. Like I said, it's, it's how I play. But, you know, you watch some of the greatest to ever do it. You know, they have those moments in their game, too. It's just not what they automatically go to which, you know, I feel like that was kind of my thing. I automatically went to it. I automatically wanted to get out and run rather than stepping up and working in the pocket and delivering a ball maybe for four or six yards instead of rolling out of the pocket and trying to throw a deep bomb and make something crazy happen. Um, to where I feel like I can put that more into my game. I can work on stepping up. I can work on taking, you know, the shorter throw, but it's there. It's open. Take it. Why not take what they give you? And I feel like if I can just slowly but surely progress into that, I feel like I can be a really good quarterback in this league. Okay.